Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 50. This is our weekly episode where I chat to Pat and she tells me what she's been up to and what's going on in Glasgow West End and further afield. And again, it's another cracker of an episode. I haven't got my bit of paper here, but the list of things we spoke about only about an hour ago, but you will hear all about it in the episode itself. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast, as I've said before, please get in touch. We're happy to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you, actually. And if you're enjoying the podcast, tell a friend. Give us a review. Hit the five stars on your iTunes, or whatever it is that you you listen to it on, or listen to it on. Okay, that's enough of me tripping over my own voice. Let's get to the podcast right now. Welcome to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Hello. Hello. And this is a special one because this is our 50th episode. Remarkable. <laughs> I can hardly believe it. You're telling me. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping that busy, busy, busy. Yeah. I'm hoping that there's something special in this episode. Well, maybe you've got a special fact. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill and Ben listen to it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a fact. Whether it's special or not, will be up to those folk listening, because it's an incredibly short one, which is unusual for us. And it's this, Jim's West End fact for this week is... People who live in the West End of Glasgow are reputedly called Wendy's by those who live outside the area. Wendy's stands for West End Trendies. Right. You did know that, of course, didn't you? Yeah, I've not, I've not heard the expression for a while. Look at the feeling they used to hear it a lot, a lot more. Right. Okay. Maybe you're right. Uh, I think probably I'm speculating, but I think you probably don't hear it quite so much now because of the demise of the newspapers to a certain extent. Because I think it was the sort of thing they would put in, they would put in like the Daily Record or the Herald or the Evening Times. Mm-hmm. All of whom were always joking about the West End. Yeah. Because the what's the word I'm looking for? Can I took a hand at it? Took a hand at it. That's right. I I remember um, the diary, the the Herald diary. Yeah. And when we started the website up at first, they often. Including the diary, which was great. It was Tom Shields and um, David Belcher, and is it Tam Smith? Anyway, Ken Smith. Um, it was very, very funny. I loved it. And if there was and something about that they heard on the website, and they would quote it, you know, seen on the West End website, yeah. then they'd put it in. At that time, we were only starting to build up, and then 
we would get a whole lot of hits on the website. So I thought this was great. Mm. And I sent them an email thanking them and then they thought that was hilarious they said you're the only person that's ever thanked us for kind of you know they were kind of making a fool of you in a way (laughs) but I was happy I do remember (laughs) (laughs) so anyway so what about the the Wendy's that's the fact that's That's the fact that's a short one this week so that takes us on to what have you been up to Pat? Right. Well, it's been it's been quite an interesting week. I've not been I've not been um, as flat out as usual actually. Um, I had quite a, f- a few hospital appointments actually, so that took up a wee bit of time, and had had a really um, I went along yesterday to physio at the it's a course at the integrative care which used to be the homeopathic hospital. I mean, the services they provide there, they're just fantastic. What I've got to do is, you learn so much, you get loads and loads of information. It's related to your hip. Related to my hip, um, to the arthritis, and also related to difficulty sleeping. Right. So uh, they give you great information. The the thing about it is, is keeping it, getting into the good habits and the good routines. So... I'll have a bath. Right, I'm okay. going to be going to that every week right, okay. for four weeks. You were telling me yesterday. What are the tips then for all our listeners? Well, interestingly enough, it was the physiotherapist we had, Stephanie. There were 20 people there. It was a big, big group. And um, she did exercise and spoke a lot about, about a lot of different things, about relaxation, about your posture, about breathing. And then we had these um, exercises to do. Nothing um, arduous, but like small exercises for flexibility. I, I enjoyed doing them. But what she stressed was that really the main thing is sleep. Mm. And so you get tips about sleeping, some of the things you know anyway, you know, to try and have a bit of exercise in the day and to... Um, like um, be relaxed before you go to bed but one of the things that she stressed was this um, routines and going to bed at the same time getting up at the same time eating at the same time oh, throughout the, same the time, day right? eating at the same time every hour one hour no <laughs> <laughs> no but just not, not to skip lunch and not to go for, for ages without and not have a huge big feast before you go to bed I mean, very practical, practical stuff, but um. And not to go on the social media an hour before you go to yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah. Not, not get um all, get all worked up, all worked up, and all hit up, and not be reading super exciting books and. Right. So. So you're anyway, down. Yeah. So um, yeah, enjoyed that, but um, we had a really, really nice time at the weekend when we went along to the launch of Warren McIntyre's. Be kind album. So did I. At Oren Moore. Yeah. So that was a sm- It was a great. It was a super gig. It was excellent, mm-hmm. and the band were great. Uh, Warren was a, a great front man. People, people love him. So mm-hmm. you know everybody was into it, and there was an awful lot of people that we knew, and uh, everybody there seemed to know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it very much, and. Um, Got to spend a wee bit of time with Woody Pines. Yeah, that's he right. was a special guest. That's right. I've met him before. From America? 
Him from Nashville, the Nashville Troubadour. So no, it's but he was very good as well, very talented, very very talented musicians on that stage, and like you say, there was um, people. It was a very warm-hearted kind of a gig, and something um, very special about it. Warren is a is a hugely decent fella altogether. He's a talented musician, but he does a lot for other people and puts on lots of other gigs. Um, and events, you know, the um, Merchant City Festival puts on a lot of charity events. He runs the Fox um, Seven Star Club yeah. at the Tron, Tron Theatre. But this particular gig, Seven Song Club, Seven Song Club, sorry, um, the is I'm getting it mixed up with the le- record label, which is the Fox Star Record. But wh- what he did. And something else happened today, but what he did um, when he kicked off was he spoke about kindness mm-hmm. and about behind this album, which is called Be Kind, and that's the um, sort of, is it the title song? It's the first song, and I think it's the first single, and it's, I think it's his favourite song as well. He says he, uh, he thinks it's the best song he's ever written. Well, it, so it's, it's, uh, it is lovely, and it's... You know, it's a sort of ballad, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's very it nice. Very slow. He sang it very, very well. Yeah. But he also, before he started, he spoke to people about this idea of being kind. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you remember, but he spoke about a particular project. He did. I, I never get the full mm-hmm. details, but he had a yeah. card with something uh-huh. that he was talking about. Yeah, well, I didn't pick it all up entirely. I mean, I got the, the gist of it, but I didn't pick it all up entirely. But strangely enough, today, I got an email, mm-hmm. and it was from a woman, Vicky Dale. I know her a wee bit because she used to work um, in the West End, and I used to chat to her. So I got an email from Vicky, and what Warren was talking about is there's going to be a day hashtag the big day of kindness mm-hmm. and she is organising that and it's going to be on the 23rd of October and the, I, I'll put I'll put a feature, I only got it today but I will be putting a feature up on the website about it and what it is it's in, it's in memory of her nephew that she refers to as KD and he would be 15 in that day he died of meningitis last year and it was so sad, and what made it even more sad was his mum had just died of cancer two years before, so it was like a total tragedy. So they're trying to use this um, as an idea of spreading positivity. Well, what she says is spreading, spreading positivity in this crazy world we live in. Yeah. So. Um, the big day, the big day of kindness, and people have to do something kind. And carry out an act of kindness. You have to ca- uh-huh. you have to carry out an act of kindness, and then you can tweet about it. Share it. Share it. Yeah. Okay. And so social media. It's it's very sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's sad. So. But it's a lovely thing to do. It is, and I've kind of noticed a wee bit, um, a few things like that. I think people are getting so fed up with this nasty... Um, well, it's such a, it's mm. such a move to the right in the world to politics and this sort of horribleness towards those that don't have anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. This sort of, I don't know, 
lowest common denominator. <laughs> yeah, uh, one I against mean, one. I mean, and then all this about universal credit that yeah. people are blink well committing suicide because they've been sanctioned. And the Trump and stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's just all horrendous. Nothing. This is a kind of. I always think, you know, that um, the idea that music kind of responds to the, um, the, the historical time. Uh -huh. yeah. And, like, punk came yeah, about yeah. when people... It was something, the same thing. Yeah. People were really impoverished and no work, so on. Yeah. And then punk came then, and, like, the um, rock and roll arrived as a sort of... The sort of rebel, rebelling against it, yeah. and now I think people are just starting to rebel against this really horrible, this this horrible right wing wicked yeah. cruelty. Yeah. Be because um, I love to hear though there's this new, um, well, um, this Jan F um, Freeman, that um, she's the. I think she's now maybe in charge of health, but she was introducing the new. Scotland's getting new um, benefit system. Uh -huh, Scotland's getting new powers, and well, it's got new powers, and they're building up a benefit system. And what she's, I see her tweeting, and but what she's been saying is, is, is it will be a benefit system that is really fair and um, not aimed to be as cruel as you can be to people, yeah, yeah. but a proper, proper welfare yeah, I, benefit, which is I supposed to be. Uh -huh, it's yeah, supposed to be. yeah. So I think I think this whole idea of this being kind and you know well Warden certainly you know playing his part in it yeah, and um, right. other people so so good for him. Okay, Pat. Uh, next thing you've got your last tears, Brian Whittingham. Oh yeah, <coughs> Brian was one of the people that I'd asked um, if I could interview him for the podcast, mm -hmm. so that would come out. Brian. Um, is very very interesting man. Um, he's a poet and a writer, playwright, lecturer, <coughs> tutors in creative writing. But he's done so many things and worked so many places. It's won one awards, um, in he won the Robert Louis Stevenson Award, which um, if you you win that, you get two months to living in Greece too long. In France, oh, and so he won that, and then um, he ended up in New York um, as part of this creative community. And from that, he was invited to Seattle as a visiting professor. So his sort of um, opportunities have come his way, and he certainly made the most of them. And I'm he's contributed uh, an awful lot. So he's just got a new book out. Um, called Walking Between Worlds. But the other thing that I... And that was launched just the other night. It's uh, um, by Red Squirrel Press. So what I um, I find even more interesting about Brian, apart from, from his, his work, is that he used to work on the Clyde side. All right. He used to work in the shipyards. Right. So he did, did his apprenticeship as a plater like as a young Gary lad. Macintosh, my friend, a musician. That's he right. Used to mm -hmm. be a marine plumber. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's quite a lot of his, um, his work. Um, you know, it, it takes you into that sort of community. And, and I love that. Mm -hmm. It's really 
a few lines. So, so that was nice um, having having Brian up, and then you had somebody up too. I did. Uh, when what day was it? I was Tuesday. I'm doing uh, some interviews of songwriters at the moment for a project. I'm. It's slightly under wraps at the moment, but I'll tell folk about it when it's appropriate. <laughs> so I interviewed Douglas T. Stewart of BMX Bandits. Uh, I spoke to him about his songwriting. So that I videoed him as well because uh, part of the project I'm, I'm taking videos of him. And he was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> he's the nicest person. <laughs> I know. Uh, yes, it's lovely. And he's, I mean, he's done so much. I can't, I can't tell you. I mean, I've, he's, you know, he, Visit his Wikipedia page, he's worked with everybody, he's had millions of albums out, he's, you know, he's unbelievably, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, he writes a lot of songs, whatever the, whatever the appropriate word is for somebody who writes a lot, he's, what's, it, what's the word, Pat, he's... Professional, I can't think. It starts with P, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, so he's kind of incredibly successful uh, as a musician and songwriter and they are the BMX bandits are kind of famed for uh, who's the guy of let's think now uh, who's the man I keep talking about is in the huge big band he played the drums in the most famous of bands Nirvana who's the what's the name of Nirvana's main singer <laughs> anyway People know I'm, in the, I'm in the mind just blank mood. Right, people will know who I'm talking about. But he said that if there was any band he wanted to be in in the world, it would be the BMX Bandits. Kurt Cobain, Kurt oh, Cobain yeah. of Nirvana said that any band he'd like to be in would need to be, he'd be in the BMX so Bandits. So he died, didn't he? He died, died. That's right. Uh, and he used to wear BMX Bandits t-shirts and his kicks and things like that. And he also covered some other Glasgow bands' uh, songs mm-hmm. and his gigs. So Douglas has been around, uh, that's the wrong phrase, but he's been around for over 30 years. Well, that doesn't seem like that. Writing songs, and he's a kind of mainstay of Glasgow music, I suppose you could say. Mm-hmm. So and there's going to be... Um there's a film coming out. Ah, that's right. Um, there's going to be a, a GFT Teenage Superstars. That's right. That's the 20th of October. So they, there's a whole lot of bands in it. The BMX Bandits, the Pastels. Teenage Bandits. The Soup Dragons, Jesus and Mary Jane. That's right. The Vaselines. Um, and, well, teen, the Teenage Band Club. Yeah, so it's all um, the bands that were kind of grew up in that particular era that became famous. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh. So there's a lot of uh, interviews and rare stories. And yeah, that's right. There's always, there's always a documentary about Douglas himself and the BMX Bandits. I, I don't know if it's out or available but or, or even distributed, but I, I watched a, a preview on YouTube. There was a week in a three-minute film about the documentary, mm. so, and that looked really good. <coughs> that would be good. So there's a man that's getting a film made about him. <laughs> that was in her living room on Tuesday. I know. Yeah. I know, and I, um, actually, um, I've been trying to arrange to meet Eileen Reid for ages, 
and I'll leave to come today, but she had swollen glands. Right. She phoned me up, she could hardly blink and speak, it was a shame. So um, hopefully I'll see Eileen before too long. Yeah. She's a fabulous writer. She writes for the Scottish Re- Review. Right. If people um, haven't seen that, it's online, Scottish Review. Terrific writing in it, really, really good. I've also got a few other people lined up for the, the songwriting thing. I'm hopefully going to speak to Mickey Rooney of the Prime Evils, or mm-hmm. Michael Rooney. Mm-hmm. It's Michael on his Facebook page, so I'm feeling as if I, I need to call him Michael rather than Mickey. <laughs> I couldn't call him Michael. <laughs> you know the law was new as Mickey. Mm-hmm. But, um, of course, you used to be in the Prime Evils yourself. I was, I, that's why I, I, I know him, so <laughs> I'm going to interview him, because mm-hmm. yeah. he's, again, at success as a songwriter. Yeah. Put Oh, I remember when we went, we went to Paris one year. I think they were, they were. It was a French label. They were trying yeah, to they were on a French, call it Euros. Euros. Yeah, uh-huh. so they were on a quite a famous. And um, we, we, when we went to the Pompidou Centre, yeah, we yeah, saw the album yeah, on the wall. Yeah, the Pompidou Centre. So we were flicking through the records and there. there no, was, no, it wasn't. We weren't looking through. It was right up on the wall. Was it up on the it wall? It was on display. Oh, right. mm-hmm. On display, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool band. Oh, that's good. So I'm hoping to interview Michael Rooney next week and other folk lined up as well. But uh, some interesting stuff. Well, one thing that I'm very much looking forward to is the gig by Bear Pit Brothers. All oh, right, of course, I. <laughs> because um, you're oh, Jim's band along with Robert Ruthven and Lawrence Alexander and Angus, and Angus Ruthven um, they're fabulous but you hardly ever play well we've only played I think we've only played three gigs and we've been going since I don't know about three mm-hmm. like yeah or maybe, no, 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 not as long as that not as long as that no, no, about, maybe about four years we've been going about four and a half years could be right, but, but the last gig, the last EP we put out was in 2015, and that was the second EP. Well, I'm, you're probably right and I'm probably wrong, so, it just doesn't seem like that. No. Although I know you go faithfully every week to rehearse and, yeah, right. and get masses of brilliant songs, so it'll be a good gig. Yeah, so what it is, is uh, we've got enough songs for an album, and it probably will be out until next year, but... We just quite like to play the songs that we've got for the next record, so that's what the gig is about. It's just playing mm-hmm. a kind of preview. Well, I think you get invited to play. We didn't get invited to play, that's right. And you thought, we'll go for it. Yeah, we'll go for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we don't play too often, but. So that's the 3rd of November, 3rd of November. in Tenants Bar. Tenants Bar, Bar Road. And the basement, and it's free. It's free. So come along, guaranteed great music. That's true. So <laughs> that'll be good. So the other things that are on um, the stars for st- there's going to be another stars for star child in Shawlands Academy. It's a fundraising um, event. It's Michaela Foster Marsh. She's on my very very first podcast, and um, she's done fantastic work for charity through the um, organisation Star Child, mm-hmm. including setting up an art school in. Kenya. So um, the the last event we went to 
remember the, they had the yeah. people from Star Wars there and That's all right. the cosplayers. That's so right. it's going to be like that. There'll be no winter holiday or there'll be no paper holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Tuscan. Yeah, we still got it. Um, <laughs> but um, the. So so the that event's on the fourth of November. It'll be all these people. Look, it's great for children. You know, it's been any kids that are into Star Wars or anything like that. So um, that's on the fourth of fourth of November in Shawlands Academy. Yeah, of course. The main memorable thing about that event was the uh, man that was dressed up as a pirate. <laughs> Sure. We had a stall at the time because we were selling your hats and my photographs and he came up and spoke to us, he's whatever a pirate says, and he had a wooden leg. Mm-hmm. And you, what did you say to him? Well, I, I, you see, he was, was dressed up as a pirate and he had a wooden leg, so, and he was leaning on the table and then he said about his leg being uncomfortable and I, I thought this was part of him being dressed up. And I, I, I suggested moving it, and and it actually it, it was an amputee. I exactly. mean, I just don't know how I could have been so stupid. So I mean, he knew. Why don't you put it on your other leg? <laughs> I mean, he, he, he saw the just it was so ridiculous. So I felt yeah. terrible, but um, he didn't. He knew. He knew I wasn't being horrible. No. He knew I was just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but that was that was a smashing, smashing event, and I made all the Star Wars. That's right. Hats. We did all hats for all Star Wars themed. That's mm-hmm. right. So that was quite a, an accomplishment. One thing I meant to mention, um, and I'm going need to go whenever my a wee bit more mobile. The Humpback Bridge in the Kelvin has reopened. You know how that was oh, closed for years and years? Because yeah, that's a nice walk. Yeah, it's a nice walk. Over it's a nice there. Bridge. Mm-hmm. So it's been that's built, built again in the Botanics. Because it's a hell of a long walk if, you, if you're trying to get into the park. And you're you the, the, the north of it, yeah. yeah you know it's handy? I've done it. Yep, that's good. So, um, yeah, what else, what else is there? I was in the Kibble Palace today and there's a big exhibition on. Mm-hmm. Which uh, gave you some photographs. I can't remember exactly what it's about, but it's something like all the Chinese people that came over uh, post 1940s, and a lot of them opened up Chinese uh, takeaways and restaurants and things. And this is an exhibition speaking to all these people. And there's a photograph of them, and they've all got a story on a kind of storyboard, and it's getting their experiences mm-hmm. of They're really interesting uh, running mm-hmm. these. Sh- these you know, Chinese takeaways in Scotland and it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a, an interesting part of the culture. I mean, it's very interesting around about Garnet Hill, yeah. the Chinese community up there. Now, that, that looks like a smashing exhibition and, and it's, it's been quite thoroughly researched, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know how many people are or how many boards. I was, I'm just trying to think. There must be must be 20 boards of people with mm-hmm. their pictures and a mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. and then there's a story about the project and yeah. stuff. I must, I must try and pop in and catch that because yeah. the kibble, 
it's, it's brilliant anyway, just yeah. for a wee wander That's around. Right. So there you go. That's something I didn't know was on. I just popped into it. Good, that was good. Okay, so are we at your favourite West End place or thing? Yeah, well, it's not right in the West End, but I was going to say um, that... I, I think I mentioned last week that I was along at the GFT, the Glasgow Film Theatre, a couple of times, and I I update the um, what's on in Glasgow cinema every week, and like mostly I put up films that are on at the GFT at the Glasgow Film Theatre. I really, really, you know, I just love the film theatre. So that's your... That's my favourite thing. Favourite place. That's my favourite place this week. And at the moment, um, that, like over the weekend, it's coming into the October week for kids. So over the weekend, they've got loads of films on and they're all animations. It's this theme, Scotland Loves Anime. Mm-hmm. So I've got that up on the website. The I think there are about um, something like... Twelve, nine anyway. There's definitely about nine or ten films, different films, all animation at the um, on at the GFT. So it's in Rose Street off Sucker Hall Street. I, I mean, I was really amazed because when I went last week and um, my friend Mary came with me, she she well, she doesn't live in Glasgow. She lives um, down in um, near Balloch, but she had never been there before. All right. And it's such a such a, a super place, and so different from your usual cinema experience. It is. Although the one thing is, I, I always liked that old entrance they had, which was a kind uh-huh, of... Uh-huh, and the cafe, the 19, Cosmo Cafe. Sort of, I don't know when it was, like it was almost hard deco. And it was lovely, and then you had the cafe. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the cafe? Yeah, Cosmo. Cafe Cosmo. Uh-huh. But so they've done, they've redone all that, it's all kind of mirrors and things now, it's very modern. I don't know mm-hmm. why they did it. Well, I know why they did it, but they were trying to kind of improve the throughput of people. But well, the, the, it was to, to... They've got an extra cinema there yeah, now. Yeah, so it was to utilise... It took away some of the charm of the place. Yeah, I like Probably that too. Like to I, think that it, I think a lot of people... Um, it's still that, a great place. But having place. said that, I have, been at, I have been in that cinema quite a lot, the cinema quite a lot, so yeah. you've seen films there that you wouldn't otherwise mm-hmm. have seen. And... and I think they particularly needed it for the Glasgow Film Festival, which is always absolutely fantastic. It's on February, March, and yeah. the place is absolutely jumping in. Okay, thanks, Pat. What else can I say? My one contribution, I can't think. I was in the Kelvin Hall sometime when that, I don't know if, when that might have been Monday or Tuesday. Popped into the Glasgow Boys' room again. Which I love. There's quite a lot of really great paintings in there. <laughs> Usually when I go in, I go left, and I see the paintings that way, but this time I went right. I don't think I've seen those paintings quite so much, so some of them look quite fresh to me. That's funny. Do you mean coming in off, uh, off of Girl Street? No, what I mean is when I actually get to that room, they've got a room oh, dedicated yes. to the uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, uh. Yeah. So when you come in from the front, you turn to your right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so, I mean, it's brilliant. There's that, uh, Stuart Parks, uh, who I've seen before, but there's a couple of his paintings there. He paints flowers. He doesn't, 
is a very different kind of painter from the rest of them as much as that's the, really the only thing he paints is flowers mm-hmm. uh, but they're very evocative and kind of I don't know it's as if it's quite a kind of soft look but they're lovely well worth getting in and having a look if you've not you know, done it I've not been in for a while just mention that because I went in and I was again kind of uh, blown away by the smoke <laughs> And I've been reading a lot about them recently as well, so so it's good to kind of reacquaint myself with the paintings. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Jim. And thanks for listening to all our listeners. Bye for now. Bye. Well, there you go. Thus ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chats. We both seemed fairly subdued there in that particular episode. Don't know why, but there you go. And that uh, was our 50th episode, which if I had thought prior to it, we should have something special and celebrate on this one. I would have put that something special in. But of course, I kind of forgot all about it. Anyway, thanks for listening and I'll catch you the next time. Bye for now.